Hello and welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast. We are your source for your light and heavy action nerd needs. We'll tell you. <laughs> apparently someone has. I, ha- I was waiting. I was... <laughs> That's very... Thank was you. Well-timed. He's doing something yeah. different. All right. All right. Yeah, good, good. Well-timed. Uh, no, no sniffle. Um, we'll tell you what movies you should be watching as well as any other dope medias for the nerd soul. My name is Alex, your biggest brother and <laughs> father figure slash weird uncle. What does, that, that does, that, does that make me like the normal uncle if there's ever such a thing? Because that makes my the, name is Junior or Khan. Makes you the, the Khan Junior. Yeah. Oh, and this guy over here, the quiet uncle. <laughs> His name is Khan. Hi, fam. <laughs> and like but we that's, said. That's Nakansi. You said Khan. Na- but <laughs> also. He could be. He, he could be Khan. He's, you know, he's, he never introduces himself anyway. So, All right. That over there really is, is Nikansi. Um So we're coming to you guys today. We're, like I said, a movie review podcast. And we're today, last week, we <laughs> saw the uh, 19... This is good grammar, huh? <laughs> today or last week? Today or is last tomorrow. week. Tomorrow. Yesterday, forever. You're gonna hear us 007. tomorrow, <laughs> but we're really from last week today. Last week, we caught Ghost in the Shell, the 1995 uh, anime movie, so that this week, me and Junior or Khan could catch the live action Scarlett Johansson movie, which I didn't watch on purpose because I hadn't watched the anime in its entirety so i felt like i needed to be introduced to it and nikansi here made the right fucking call and told us to watch that movie first so that's what we're going to get into today but before that so what we do is we bring y'all uh you know some medias and recommendations things you should be watching or streaming or playing um and and you know basically let you guys go check those out and before we get into our other recommendations, we always give Khan a little bit of time for Khan's Game Corner to let you all know what's going on in the gaming community. Or at least some, you know, at least some cool dope things that are coming to games right now. Like, uh, so, you know, I love fighting games. You know, I love games in general, but like I, I focus a lot on esports stuff and there was the Dota 2 uh international went on just uh just last week i believe i have not been following it that well just because i haven't been time to f- keep up on every single thing and dota is a moba game i've heard uh, i've told you about league of legends before i've even told you about the phone moba game heroes of uh, arena of valor uh, yes other games like smite which is a really 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 cool take on MOBAs but the idea generally speaking is basically there are three lanes with um, towers set up to defend and then you have the core and the whole point is to push to the core and def- and, and that's how you win you de- you defeat the enemy's core uh, is it kind of like um, it is like a fighting based game oh, or no, is it more no. like that, a... that's like a regular MOBA like it's, okay. it's top down view but I'm just talking about esports in general I'm okay. just prefacing it for you got it got it <laughs> so there uh, TI went on and that is that is the world championship series basically for Dota uh, and then on some of the other things that have been going on this week or at least last week I forget when this is airing <laughs> Monster Hunter World I, you know how hyped I've been for this game. Yes. And then the console got on the PS4, and then I never went outside to go play on the PS4. And now it's on PC like six or eight months later. And I have not stopped playing it since I got off work. Yeah, dude. I, I walked into your room uh, when I got here. Dude, I walk into the room and literally lie on the bed. Make like I must have dropped like four things on my way in. This guy didn't even know I was in here for like 20 minutes because he's so sucked into the game. So looks like it's fucking dope, though. The light was off, to be fair, and and, and I can't see outside of the room. And I'm a fucking ninja, to be fair. 
He could have killed you, you twice. Could have twice. Ten minutes for each kill. I would have let. Minutes. I would have let him kill me. Pure bliss. Because because he was he died doing what he loves. Yeah. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> Masticating. N- no. Yes. Yeah. No. Monster Close. hunter. Oh, monster hunter. There you go. <laughs> this, this is an M in there. So, so I see. Yeah. Monster hunter. <laughs> monster hunter world is amazing, and I'm lucky that Dad upgraded my card because the game runs. The game runs so smooth, and I can play it, and I just. <laughs> He's a little goober over it. Uh, a little couple of, couple of other things. Uh, there's no other way to say it, really, but Unilist, which is a really, really bad way to pronounce the abbreviation because it has a really, really big anime-ass name. Okay. Under Night and Birth, Execute Latest. What do any of those words mean? It is a fighting game series okay. uh, that uh, takes after a really, really cool other series like the developers worked on that one then they worked on this and the first series is melty blood which has to do with the nasu verse which doesn't mean anything to you other than fate stay night you you know you know yes 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 the show yeah that anime is Mm -hmm. a part of the nasu verse there's a couple of different light novels and anime that are considered a part of that and then they put together a fighting game the fighting game was really really cool but also really, really hipster indie levels, like, like not a lot of people tried it outside of outside of uh, Japan, anyways, just because it was like almost impossible to find, I think. And then they did a technical soft reboot because a lot of the characters play the same, but there's updated systems and stuff, and they have different names. But basically, Under Night and Birth is the uh, remix of that old series. Oh, that's cool. And so the latest one, which is literally Under Night and Birth Execute, latest, <laughs> is uh, is finally on Steam. It's been on PS4 and PS3 for most of the la- most of the last year, I think. That's dope. It's been so in, people been who for a while. So people who are big fans of this franchise, for sure, they're hopefully, stoked. Hopefully, they're gonna drop thirty dollars because thirty dollars for a good fighting game is fair. Yeah, that's not bad, dude. Like, okay, so give me the name of the of the game one more time. Unilist. Unilist. Out is the on abbreviation Steam. for it because just trust me. You you want to talk about fighting games, like, or, or just anime in general? Anime has long long ass names a lot yeah. of the time. Like, uh, Unilist. Is the latest expansion of Undernight and Birth. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, anime tends to have a really long name. Like Guilty Gear Exard Revelator is kind of too many words than it needs to be when you can just say, oh, the newest Guilty Gear. I don't know. Yeah. That was pretty catchy. Just rolled off the tongue. Guilty Gear Exard Revelator? Yep. That one. That I one definitely, is good. definitely remembered all of those words but like, and didn't Undernight forget them and Birth, immediately. EX, EX Latest? No, I is not, not at all. I couldn't like I know. <laughs> I like did not remember that. Like is immediately after you said the name, it the words disintegrated. They were gone. Right, right. It's like I never experienced them. It's really um, it was really weird. This is a long games corner, and you have lots of editing to do anyway. Yeah. So I'm gonna finish it with um, a throwback game mm-hmm. that I. So, as we were talking about before, I think I talked about in the last podcast, I was playing a lot of Halo 5 and Gears of War 4. Right. Uh, because of the, you know, computer being dead and I still wanted to stream because streaming makes me happy. By the way, Gears of War, I got to jump into with Patty. That's Gears a of, great Yeah, Gears of War game. is a great co-op series. Oh, gosh. And we need more. Honestly... Gears of War Four, because you have you should have the Gold Pass for Xbox Live still, right? Yes. Yeah. It. I mean, it takes up a shit ton of space. It takes up like nine eighty gigs or some shit on the Christ hard drive. Rise in heaven. But I was enjoying the shit out of it, and it was great. It was tons of fun. I still haven't even touched the campaign because I don't like playing Gears of War by myself. Yeah, it's just sad. So Halo Five, <laughs> Gears of War are yes. a part of the throwback, but right. this is the real gem that I was not expecting for the longest time. We have a pretty good PS3 library that I just haven't had a chance to really delve back into, uh, because me and Myron just took turns 
doing stuff with it. Right. And I know that it's on PC, but I didn't play it on PC because I didn't have a PC working. Metal Gear Rising. Like, I love Platinum Games. Right. Platinum Games uh, is a a developer that make these really crazy hack and slash, like, just hack and slash games. Yes. But Metal Gear Rising also takes some of the Metal Gear lore and just flips that shit to, like, maximum over anime. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Like... You like are big, straight like, up. What do you, what do you mean by that? Like big finishing moves. Like we're talking Marvel versus Capcom levels of like. There is so much shit on the screen. Do you know what you just did? You just <laughs> sliced a fucking robot in half with a sword imbued with nanotechnology lightning. Ah, uh, there's nothing more satisfying. And somehow you are the main character becomes a cyborg ninja vampire. How anime what do you get? The fuck like. Like he he literally can you can you okay what is it cyborg ninja, ninja vampire. vampire what the fuck because they explain it and it's not really a spoiler because I only did two missions sure sure so honestly like you'll you'll figure that out eventually but basically he needs to consume electrolytes from these other cyborgs and so you cut off their arms. To like gain information because their right arm tends is apparently where they keep their like data. Sure, like in science. Yeah, in uh-huh. science fiction. But the main thing is is getting all of the. He, he muted himself. The main thing is that you are absorbing their like motor oil or some shit. That sounds awesome. Like you're missing your entire bottom jaw. That's how cyborg ninja robot ninja this like it. Raiden is a great character. Yes. And just Metal Gear Rising is super metal. Sick. <laughs> I need to we'll, finish that game. Well, yeah, fucking sounds like a good game. Fucking PS3, man. That thing, I feel like it just happened way too fast and there's so many. PS3 had no games. I didn't even <laughs> touch the surface. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool, man. Yeah. Good uh, good game corner. Kansi, why don't you give us your recommendation for the week? Just came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Shenmue 1 and 2 remastered. Shenmue 1 and 2. Yes. Is this also a classic movie? The, or? It's no, a classic it's, video game. Yeah. It's oh, also okay. on, it, that, it specifically came out. Uh, it, it did it's on out, everything. Yeah. like But it was like simultaneous release uh-huh. for all, that, for all yeah. the remasters. They're, they're gonna Shenmue make some, 1 and 2. They're going to make <clears throat> some bank. <laughs> it <clears throat> is a... Basically, it's a... Kung Fu story, revenge story. Oh, I love it. Those are my favorite kind of stories. Main character's dad dies by the hands of a uh, evil Chinese villain. Right. And he has to find his dad's killer. Oh, I love it. Fuck yeah. Uh, what's the fight engine like? Like, what would you compare it to? It is basically if you take Yakuza mm-hmm. and... uh. This is Yakuza's great 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 grandfather of a video game. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. So like Yakuza. S- slashing and and it's yeah, once you play it you'll be like, "Oh, this is where Yakuza got it from." Oh shit. It's open world, you run around. Yeah. Um and you do all these weird little things like collect toys from 25 cent vending machines. Interesting. And you play arcade games inside of a video game which you can all do this you can all you can do this on yakuza you can do random shit yeah that's interesting lots of random mini games slice of life dude i have a ps3 so is this on the ps3 or where is it this is on the ps4 ps4 xbox one and pc okay got xbox one but you gotta you gotta gotta buckle your seatbelt because you're in for a ride yeah damn yeah you said that's so monotone i'm more scared as if you actually said it with like with tonality in your voice and that's what i'm scared of so i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna you should totally just do it i'm gonna actually strap myself to the couch you also have la vie. you also C'est happen to have a, <laughs> will i be feeling bewitched yeah oh interesting you, yeah say so you will you actually have a pretty so good laptop won't. remember so you could probably actually run shenmue remaster on your oh true that <laughs> Both uh, freaking spoils of war from the uh, from the wedding. 
even though it wasn't war, it was union of two families and peaceful. Anyways, my recommendation. <laughs> that is a result of war. Oh, sh- can be. It can be. Love versus reality. Love one. And now we're living a fantasy. Say love me. Say love me. <laughs> it's bewitching. Uh, my recommendation for the week is uh, Seven Deadly Sins Season 2. Uh, I, Doctor? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Surgeon. Surgeon. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> X-ray technician. X-ray technician. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even though it was a CAT scan. That, but anyway. So, Seven Deadly Sins Season 2. Um, they just finished the final episode, episode 24. We got another 24 episode or uh, season long. Um, and basically they just finished airing the last episode in June. And I found a website finally that airs them, you know, subbed, subbed. So even though I didn't look that hard. You know, I just got really lazy once I saw that they put him on Netflix and I was like, sick. I don't have to do any work. But I got my old anime hunter pirate hat on and started searching the web. And I found a pretty good website to watch him off. But the biggest thing that's going on with them is they just put out a movie called The Prisoner of the Sky. Uh, Just premiered uh, a couple days ago, August 18th. I don't think I remember that chapter at all because I I was actually reading a good amount of Seven Deadly Sins before I knew that there was an anime and then I watched like half of the. So this season, movie, so. Uh, I hadn't. Yeah, I'm also uh, reading the the manga, and um, I haven't run into any of this. In fact, the manga's very much sticking along with the main story. So I think this is just a just a movie outside non canon. Yeah. It might, it might might be canon, but it might. Be, I feel like it's like one of the uh, Naruto movies where it's like they just wanted to do a cool story with the characters. Yeah, that no, seems like it. I saw the trailer. You know, the the art in this anime is just so bright, but it's so different. It's got that old Englishy uh, style of drawing to it, especially in the backgrounds. The backgrounds are just gorgeous. And people be sleeping on seven deadly sins. It's pretty it's pretty good shonen. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> well the thing is is that it's a it's it is a shonen, but it is very it's got some really adult elements to it, which I like about it. You got some love, you know, you got like two couples in there who actually like fulfill that you know, that love. And um and then you got a character who should be your typical like Goku. Luffy Naruto uh, character, but he's got like this weird dark side to him that it just kind of makes him all that much more complex. So you're just like, oh, he's just a goofy character who's just like fucking beast and stronger than everybody. But it turns out that like his dad, he's part of the demon cl- clan. Spoil- spoilers. Yeah, if you've, yeah. If you've watched season one, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's he's... on Netflix. He's part of the demon clan, and yeah. his dad is basically trying to do everything in his power to like doom him almost doom him to be the next demon king which you know you know (laughs) have you ever had to like you know like remember when your dad wanted you to take over the family business it's like no it's like that (laughs) no i don't want to farm more right yeah dude but But yeah he dope anime yeah that they really do a good job i think it's more so in the manga not necessarily in the anime of giving you this character who is like a typical bright protagonist but also shows a lot of scenes actually to give you this sense of like he is self-aware of how easily hulk he goes yeah and so he never like you know he's doing a lot to like never have to go hulk yeah he's not actually like like he actually is very intelligent unlike you know those other characters naruto goku and ruffy bro goku's smart bro bro when it comes to talking in fighting terms bro everything <laughs> is a fight for goku true that true that except for taking care of his child yeah he just gave up on that fight yeah he just doesn't he do was it just like ha i like, beat you nah. piccolo <laughs> <laughs> so now you have to be the father to my son while I go train and you stay at the same level forever. 
Uh, <laughs> but I think we're, uh, I don't know. Do you guys got any more recommendations for people to go look at for the week? Ooh, yeah. I got a music recommendation. Oh, yes. I also it, sort of have a music recommendation. Okay. It's called Hermit and the Recluse. Oh. And their album is Orpheus. Okay. Cool. Hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop. Okay. Rap. Orpheus is a good choice for a name for an album. It's a great name. It's one of the. It's. I only to, know it really initially from Persona. Yeah, but yeah. it's a. It's a Greek. Uh, um, was he a like god? The fool. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good name. Yeah, that's interesting. Is Go it, check it out. Spotify. Orpheus is a legendary musician, poet, and prophet in ancient Greek religion and myth. Hmm. I. Anyway, before we go on a Greek mythology <laughs> uh, rant, uh, what was your recommendation, Con? I have no other way other than telling people to go on to Facebook and check out my check out my friend's band, and I'm really salty that I've never gotten to go to a show. Uh, is the Have Nots? The Have Nots. That's a yeah. good name. It is spelt H uh, A V N A U T S, I believe. Sick. Anyway, that's uh, that's Zach's band, Zach Max band, and they're like just i love that man they're good like a <laughs> like a pop punk metal what, what is like what is their rock like punk rock kind of a little a little folksy sometimes but Ooh, like really really pop like really punk rock stuff. that's dope and just i'm really salty i still haven't gotten to go to a show dude but they have a couple of st- songs on youtube and i know that they're working on an album and stuff and you support San Diego local music. Right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm always for that. Um, we'll make sure to put a link or maybe some of their video up on uh, Instagram so you guys can uh, sample some of their you songs. You should be able to find them, uh, find Zach on Zach's uh, Instagram. They should have some stuff. But yeah. Awesome. Fuck yeah. We'll repost that. But like shit. that circle of friends, they've all been doing little bits and pieces with have nots. And I'm like, I miss you all. That's awesome. Because um, uh, one of one of my friends, she like did some photography for their album cover and stuff, and put them into the Union Tribune, or or they like they got an article in the Union Tribune, like in the San Diego paper, and then she sent the photo in for that too. And, it uh, my warms album. my heart to know that people are still writing punk rock. There are still bands being formed. And uh, Alec, yes. He uh he did a stencil for them so that they could do some shirts. Like, That's fucking dope. Like, this is bringing the, me back to my childhood and it's <laughs> making me so happy. That's like the, what everybody used to do, man. Like, Get with your friends and start a punk rock band and sell T-shirts and CDs at the end of the shows. Yeah, I'm that's excited. fucking sick, like, man. I love I'm it. I'm really excited for them to be getting their stuff. Uh, I think they had a ra- a little radio interview and radio show today. Oh my god, because Zach because Zach couldn't go monster huntering with me. I guess go create beautiful music. <laughs> right. Um, well, dope, man. I'll make sure I put these guys, the have-nots, up on Instagram as well as our, all our other recommendations for the week. Keep an eye out for that. Um, today's movie, like I said earlier, I know it's been so long since we've touched back on this, but we um, reviewed the Ghost in the Shell live-action movie that just came out last year. Um before we get into the movie, I I, I think I'm going to do my segment. I'm going to do the minute plot breakdown. There's a lot of little segments. I like that segment. We should do that segment more often. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Who wanted to uh, pull up a timer? I can pull it up. Conti, you want to do that real quick for me? Yeah. Time me. Okay. Get ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> Go. Jump on my jetpack and time travel 15 years in the future with me to 2033 Newport. We got cybernetic enhancements, pervy corporations weaponizing sexy cyborgs, and people who just want to use them for good. Like picking cats out of trees and making porridge for the kids. You know, 
cyborg things. Anyways, Motoko's or Mira's memories are seeming more and more sketch as she works to take down a creepy emo hacker who's infiltrating the very corporation that created her. Bato, one of her squad members, has a ex machina complex crush thingy on the Major or Mira, which ultimately costs him eyes and lands him dope cyborg eyes. Major eventually finds the hacker emo guy and after some naked fighting which made us who watched the movie with all guys on a small couch, very uncomfortable, learns some fat truths and takes down a spider tank. Oh, and Chief shoots a guy in his dumb face. The end. That was way better. That I was. Can tell because we have time left on the clock. <laughs> I didn't need all that other bullshit. Guys, this was the first time around that I did this, and I want you to know I nailed it on the first try. I didn't edit out... 20 minutes of us full goddamn stop yeah but yeah. put me in there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that'll be the outtakes um anyway um this movie was super dope i'm so happy we watched the 1995 movie before we really, watched this one that alone gives you so much more perspective for what's going to go on in this movie because to be fair i feel like a lot of people didn't even go like didn't even know about ghost in the shell before this live action came out dude i had no clue what's coming yeah. I am a curator of happiness. Uh-huh. I think he was doing a bit. I don't know. What is Rewind the tape. Yeah, rewind the tape. What do you mean? Is this your different thing? Where <laughs> <laughs> you confuse the shit out of both of us? <laughs> I oh. I went into a lot of detail breaking down which way if I were new to Ghost in the Shell which way would I prefer to watch it to get the most connection to it? Oh, uh, you're taking credit for com- for convincing us to watch the movie first. Well, I mean, in, I in that order, but I've yes. already watched it before. And like I've like I've watched Ghost in the Shell with you I know. prior to this. Yeah, so I'm just saying. Like, I'm a curator of your happiness. You know what? You are. I'm gonna give it to you, bro. Uh, no, that was a really good call, man. Um. I I was really impressed how they used a lot of the epic shots that were from the first, you know, from the anime movie and replicated them very well in this live action movie. Like the scene where the dump truck driver is drive is is running away in that like shallow city canal, which while the beginning of that scene is different, the most of that scene was really, really like I can see exactly what was going on. It was really dope. Like again, the beginning of that scene was just like, oh yeah, they're talking shit in the truck, and then like, oh, oh, he's he's been hicked. Yeah, they've both been hicked. It's crazy the whole concept behind. Whereas that. like the uh, in the anime, one of them was just a regular dude. Yeah, and the other one did get hacked, but wasn't the reason that. All the other stuff went on. Yeah. No. I, yeah. No. Yeah. To, and to your point, um, I think the screenwriters did a really good job of still capturing capturing like, the main the main story and yeah. and kind of rewriting the story as well because that's kind of what you you almost have to do it when you're rewrite when you're remaking uh, an anime movie you have to kind of add your own spin or twist to it to kind of make it fresh and I thought they did it in a really good way in this movie. Um, you, I was telling you um, before the pod how just just nailing those scenes, those major scenes, major hey, hey. was enough major to yeah ma- major scenes <laughs> was enough to get you reinvested into it. It's, I mean, it helped a lot that we literally watched the first movie, uh, the first movie a yeah. week before. But even if we didn't, I think the movie stand you know standalone was fucking dope uh would you because say it was complex i would say it was complex it was a heavy nerd need he didn't get the reference because he doesn't know but yes ah uh, see <laughs> delete that part let's just make him know yeah like we can rewrite we're rewriting history yeah you yeah. guys rewriting my memories like yeah fucking just like in the movie yeah, yeah. you know that shit you now you know about ghost in the shell standalone complex now i know what it feels like to be a ghost in the shell most Whoa. amazing thing yes okay 
This is a manga that came out in 1989. Damn. The anime film was made, uh, it came out in 1995. Right. And now you have, this movie came out in 2017. No wonder they thought 2033 was like the future. Right. Like, the dis- like everything's going to be different in in 2033 like and, and that's why you have the futuristic or oh, a lot of the style it looks like it's pulled from the 80s and right. the futuristic cars look like they're just futuristic 80s cars i appreciate this movie that much more because it's from the 80s like now that kind of that kind of fell together for me right now when i was looking at the style of like how the buildings were, how the cars were. So it totally makes sense that it's a manga from the 80s. Yeah. Another crazy part. Yes. The art for the anime f- movie uh, is just, they don't have art like that anymore. No, they don't. They because don't. everything is computer generated. Yeah. So it's kind of like flat, like when you watch Dragon Ball Z Super. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the new Dragon Ball Z film in the next season has a different character design that is closer to uh, the older style. I did notice that, but with the new fluid style of fight scenes that right. like you see in One Punch Man or it's, Mob Psycho. It's like, yeah, <laughs> a lot a lot can change based on how you ink something. Yeah. No, I, dude, I mean, hopefully, I think with, with technology, you're seeing a lot of um, that movement towards making, replicating that effect when you when you ink something and those different textures. But definitely digressing, I wanted to touch back on um, Scarlett Johansson's performance in this movie. I, You know when you watch a, an actor or actress that you just know so well, like Johnny Depp? Or like um, Samuel Jackson, and they're just Hugh like Jackman, yeah, Ryan Huge Reynolds, Jackman. <laughs> like they're just that. They're not even the character anymore. They're just that's Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, or Ryan Reynolds. I felt like she really embraced that role and became Motoko or Major, a person who is literally in a cyborg like i was sold on that i was like no this is a cyborg body like which isn't to say she doesn't have roles where she has personality but like it's a very specific thing to be like on screen give that impression of being voided yeah you know like there's still a character there but it's it's not necessarily empty but it's not as full it's weird it was this weird like in between area of like humanity and and ro- roboticism where like again scarlett johansson she can't be real dude like how crazy was it like <laughs> when when she first kind of got her brain got implanted into that into that body and they they made you watch through the process of her adapting like merging with the cyborg that's kind of freaky, right? It's like okay, just relax and breathe. And I'm she like, was just I'm not like, breathing. Yeah, I'm not breathing. She's just gasping for air because it's uncomfortable. Like breathing is weird because that's not her own body. It's just ah, oh, insane. Great performance. Great. Wonder. Wonderful. Wonderful. I so, just want everybody to watch this movie. Yeah, I really, go watch yeah, it. I don't know why. I I personally don't know why people. Gave it such mediocre reviews. I thought it was fine. They like, did. I thought it got was like a sixty-four percent on Rotten. It's because it didn't explain much of the story. Mm. Like, but we got more of the story because we watched the anime film and then this movie. Yeah. So a lot of the things that you had in question were already covered. Yeah, that's true. And explained it in a different way in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but if you were just to watch that movie by itself. Then you're like, uh, I feel well, like I'm missing I mean, something. I can I can understand that, but I still don't think that that it was missing that hard. And I like in my defense, I mean we we've been talking about like so many different games and stuff. Like I'm like this is just part of that pop culture. You know what's weird? That's though, why bro? I like didn't even 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 if I hadn't watched Ghost in the Shell, I still would have been like, 
oh, I understand the existentialism. I understand the like AI melding and yeah, that's kind that of stuff. like the the theme with those kinds of movies. But you know what's kind of weird is that there's there's this danger with with these types of movies with this uh, that almost is like a a um a cult right kind of like a right they're kind of cult classics that kind of create like a big following so like you run the risk of not being able to draw in new fans because on the one side you don't want to hold the hand of the people who have been following these anime since 1995 or the manga readers since 1989 you don't want to hold their hands because then you're not going to hold their attention for too long. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, fuck. I know. Get on with it. But the bad part about that is that the people who are new to it, they're going to be like, but wait, I don't, I don't fucking understand what's up. (laughs) Like, so, um, like what did I miss? Right. So that I felt that way about like Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's Creed movie. (laughs) I still like that movie a lot. It was cool. I still really like it. But again, but I get what you're saying with like, there's a lot of things left unexplained. Uh huh. Like I, I only def- like I only got it because I played the games, but I was trying to watch it from the perspective of someone who's never played the games. Yeah. And you are left with like, what did I miss? Like, there's something missing to this. I don't know if that was the case with well, I, Ghost I, in the Shell. I though. assume that's what Myron was talking about. Yes, and it was like, a test that I did because. I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell, the anime film, for a very long time. Oh. So it was a test for you guys to watch it and then watch this, and then me to watch the live-action film with a fresh set of eyes. So did it turn out the way that you expected to? Yeah, I still enjoyed it. No, I mean, like, at mining... Oh, yeah, that was perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. Interesting. It's because, yeah, that's how I experienced it the first time i watched it yeah we're super enthusiastic about it i love that they touched back on the soundtrack on the closing song on the that was nice they did a lot of homages oh my god because because the soundtrack from 1995 was insane it was a very tribal music speak like speaking of the 1995 go ahead yeah contrasting to the very futuristic uh setting so that's what i loved about it we paused that movie for a billion different reasons compared to <laughs> compared to normal. <laughs> I'm just saying, compared to normal, like when when you're watching, when all three of us are watching something together, and we pause it for a billion different reasons. Like this was like, I would pause it and go on a rant, and and then rewind it, and then have Alex watch it again and be like, "You absorbed that, right? This is this is why I love this shit. This is dope as fuck, man. Look at it. Oh my god." Isn't the art amazing? Like, that art is amazing. My favorite part is the world building. Uh, that's why I went on Instagram and posted like the pictures of the city. From literally, the movie. what I spent most of that time, like I didn't. I know I didn't have to talk about it, but I know that Alex was enjoying hearing me, like, give voice to something he was thinking about. Yeah. No, it was cool. Like, I was totally like, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Right. Like, you were saying it I was out loud. Just, there were so many times where I was like rewind it this came out in 1995 and the manga came out before that i don't know how long how long before that but like look at how what this is the image of the future that they had where it is not necessarily like out of this world futuristic aka hovering cars yeah but it's more real like it's more touched in realism with this still other complete level of sci-fi bullshit which is holy crap everybody was connected to the net everybody had cyber almost everybody had cyber enhancements yeah and then major is one of a kind is like 95 percent cybernetic like just it's all it's all done so in this form of semi like realism and then like like you're talking about earlier was like there's a huge 80s aesthetic to all of it yeah, and I even got that vibe. If you look at the the live action movie, they very much had that vibe. Especially when you at the end when you saw the the giant hologram uh like advertisement, like that girl doing the squats at the yeah. end. And I was like, Holy shit, that's like the advertisement of the future or or totally what somebody growing up in the eighties would think 
advertisement would become. So I thought they did a great job in the live action movie too, building those those uh, the cityscape, if you will. One thing I do want to talk about though, and I don't necessarily dislike it, but it's something that I still appreciate the '95 movie more for mm-hmm. is that the be like we were talking about inking and stuff, and it's just the colors. Oh yeah, the colors in the live action are very muddled. They're very gray and blues. But even in those grays and blues, they're still great choice, like so great striking colors. Yeah. But it's not. It's overall just not as bright because in the 1995 movie, we have actually a lot of yellow in a lot of the background scenes. Yeah. Like even um, even the uh, alleyway into the water. Right. That was still really muddled gray brown for the for the live action movie compared to the tons of tons of like bright colors in the 1995 movie. Yeah. Um dude, speaking of uh speaking of that scene, that alleyway scene, you want to get into some badass moments? Everything with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> Bato I actually really dug the actor they got for Bato. Like P- I Pilo, under- his name was Pilo Azbek. Yeah. So like I know that uh, while the movie was being filmed and being announced and stuff, there was a lot of complaints and controversy around. Oh, they're whitewashing the movie. Right. But like, I really don't think they could have gotten another guy to do Bato. Yeah. Or major. Because Bato like, wasn't even, he wasn't even Japanese. He or was, at least you can't hard, you can't really hard confirm that he was Japanese. And, from, and I think it goes back the, to the anime. Yeah, and it goes back to the the um, the diversity because it's the future, and these cyborgs, at least Motoko or Major's uh, cyborg is is we don't know that it's Japanese. A lot of people always say whitewashing just because it's an anime film, but they don't realize that the characters in a lot of these anime films aren't Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Major being a big example. Um, Another big example being the kid's name is Aaron Yeager for the Attack on Titan one. Just saying. Like, he didn't have to be Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> but I am interested in seeing... A, um, um, Sword Art Online. The One Sword Art Online live, you know, I think that one's going to be dope. Hopefully. I'm hopefully hoping, they do hoping. it really good. But um, I want to touch on um, the badass moment um, when Major did that fight scene um, in the in the canal outside of the alleyway with the, with the hacked uh, dump truck driver. Uh, I really liked how they reminded you that she was a cyborg with cyborg strength. She was like sending that fool flipping four or five times through the air just with punches and kicks. So um, I thought it was a cool technical fight. And I was talking to this with Patty, but did, she said that she did her own stunts in this movie or was did she have a stunt double? I don't know. Nakansi can confirm this, but I would assume that with her previous action film experience lately, that she probably wanted to do it on her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Because yeah. like, because I know she doesn't do her stunts in the Captain Mar, the Captain America movies or the Avenger movies. But who, who knows? Maybe, but, but you yeah. can tell that you know, without sounding perverted or weird, um, that she did strength training strength try training uh for for this movie just because of her build in the movie so i don't know she like th- that was a she really has a stunt double ah oh, she did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. damn well don't i sound super smart <laughs> always google things guys um but <laughs> <laughs> the the really badass thing i think about that whole scene was just again connecting it to the 95 movie was they did lots of shot for shot kind of stuff and still that exact like it, it's easier to tell in the anime how cybernetically enhanced inner like extra energy she's got she's got mm-hmm. with just the way that they were showing showcasing it the way that that thing is animated is beautifully but for the live action i feel like the extra exaggeration by having him do a couple more flips was like exactly what i wanted for 
for like to deliver that that impact home yeah to let you know that she wasn't the character that she wasn't black widow yeah in this movie she was a cyborg she was a super human strength cyborg i will defend the problem here though being that if she is that powerful like at what point could he should he have died <laughs> that that kind of thing like well i that mean exaggeration he could have had is what i was, I was bringing up right there is like there's a, there's a thin line for exaggeration of power being like oh man she's super powered and oh man he like took a billion hits and like didn't lose his head yeah but i think he was enhanced i think that was the point he was I, also enhanced cuz he was holding his own and throwing in some good blows that too that might yeah um I can, super I can dope. See you there. Did you have a badass moment, uh, Mr. Conzi? Also, yeah, yes. Even though she had a stunt double, she still did a lot of her own stuff. Okay, see, I feel like she at least at least did the fight scenes. Yes, she did. She did. And maybe like those suspended drop the, in kind. I, yeah, she, types of things. They talk about how she really, f- uh, she did well with her wire work. Oh whoa! So she yeah. did some of the wire work too. Good for her, man. She's she's like they shared the wire work. Her and her stunt double. That's so she did some too. Fucking sick, dude! I think that's badass. I think that she's getting yeah. so invested in in uh, doing her stunts. Um, she's become such an action star. She yeah. has, man. I don't think she was she was expecting like, that out of herself. She was doing like dramas and comedies for her first like ten years, give or, yeah. give or take a couple there. What what like, was that one movie she did that like he's not that into you with Justin Long where she's like a yoga instructor or some shit? <laughs> yeah, I was it's pre something like that. Like Iron Man days for sure. And then she just she blew up, man. Yeah, dude. No, good for her. I I think uh, I think she's a cool actress and probably like probably a really she, dope person. She went. She's she's not she's she's slightly heavy. She's like 60-70% on the sexual symbol side, but I still feel like she's she could be like a hero that, you know, little kids might look up to, I think. Like if like if I had a daughter and she just like I'm a black widow for Halloween, I'm like, "Okay, I'll allow that and your pants are going to be a little looser <laughs> than hers first of all, but yes, I'll allow it." But yeah, oh, uh you you mentioned the badass moments. I want to point out Togusa um, actually getting his triple shots out, or he shot, he double tapped one guy, double tapped another guy, double tapped another guy. I'm yes. Sure. And I actually counted, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that was five or six. I might have miscounted. And then he reloads, and I was just like, Dang. I love revolvers. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. He's and then also, wish he could, wish he had more. Wish he had a little more uh, screen time. Yeah, we were talking about that. It yeah. was like, it was really, uh, I don't know if you noticed this either, Myron, but like the, it feels like between the 95 film and the live action film, Chief and Togaso kind of reverse roles. Because I feel like in the 95 film, Togusa has a lot more character with his lines and kind of shows up more invested in things. Whereas in this live action Chief gets like they show him a lot more often. They the his the lines are that he delivers be, prior to his gunfight are really powerful, and then pretty much the entire like last half hour of the movie is just like Chief is a fucking badass. Yes, he is. Yeah, because I hardly remember Tosuga in the in the live action film. He's just a he's just a face with a sick nasty revolver <laughs> yeah they like touched on it barely like oh yeah hey by the way we gave him a scene all right you right. anime nerds relax and <laughs> i'm just gonna say i'm i will not sir i will not relax oh, i want another another pretty good badass moment was right at the end of the film uh saito is actually a big character in the anime not necessarily in the film because mm-hmm. i don't think he was mentioned in the film but there are other section nine members and saito is supposed to be like the stealth ops um like sniper. And so you really only see him once in the beginning of the film where he's talking about getting his liver enhanced. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. And then he gets his he gets a badass moment of like saving the uh, uh saving major. 
at the end. So that was a, that was a pretty dope shot. That was super dope. dope. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, for my, I'm gonna go into my number rating. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. I do want to rewatch it. As you're talking about it, you're mentioning a bunch of things that I didn't really pick up on. So I think I'm gonna have to rewatch it. So if it has really good rewatch value, I'm gonna give it an eight and up. So eight out of ten for me. Eight out of ten. Sick. I am going to also give it an eight out of ten, but I'm gonna preface the, or you know post postface that with <laughs> it gains a lot more. Like I get what we were talking about earlier. It 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 does lose value for not having seen some of the other like a lot of the other Ghost in the Shell content. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, it gains so much more value, I think, by having watched and known the previous Ghost in the Shell. I think it does a lot of justice to the whole whole series while giving it a live action adaption. And it was just a badass fun film. I had fun watching everything going yo. <laughs> yeah. Yo. What? What? Nanny? <laughs> it does. Oh. It does lose a decimal point somewhere. Is okay. We're still recording. <laughs> it does give a. De- it does lose a decimal point somewhere for not giving Bato his incredibly badass. Shoots uh, saves the major by shooting a big ass gun. I was waiting for that. Yeah, but... I knew you would be waiting for that because I was like, I wanted to see that big gun. But I again, Saito getting that similar scene is really cool because he is a character in the in the rest of the series yeah we'll allow it um i think there weren't really any like what the fuck moments they were like it was more like badass moments but i think if i am gonna choose a what the fuck moment for me is the whole concept behind creating a in essence a network like a network with human minds what um what the hacker or uh kuze did and he basically like gathered a bunch of people and like connected their Mind minds meld. yeah to like this i don't know these series of 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 whatever hard drives whatever i don't even know the technical terms behind it but basically created his own network in order to be able to hack into all these other companies and government, uh, you know, data streams and whatnot. I think a good what the fuck moment for me, which is kind of mm, kind of a double-edged sword in that I don't remember enough of the actual series for Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's put into the memory, da- the, the, the deep memory banks of like, you've seen this a lot. You can erase it. <laughs> re-experience because i i definitely finished um standalone complex twice before but it's mm. been a long time since i've ever rewatched it and is that one of the that's the first series okay how um, many how many episodes in that 26 yeah 26. That, that one's a or long 22. one and then there's a standalone complex two, and then there's another film that i was telling you about which is like an expanded chapter that they do mm-hmm um, but what I'm I'm derailing the good what the fuck moment for me was the uh, dang it I lost it. <laughs> Damn give it! Short a, attention spans. Give me a second. It's coming back to me. Just flex. Clench, <laughs> clench. Is it coming? I haven't lost it yet. I think it's going. It had something. Okay, <laughs> I have something of it, and it had something to do with. Um, <laughs> it has something to do with the way that they explained uh, Major and Kuze being that. That was okay. 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 When Major finds out that she is a series, like she's part of like a series of these other AI. Yeah. That that's like the whole thing with Doctor Ule, basically. Just figuring out that this tiny this tiny thread that she was pulling on turns out to be there's a bunch of other AI and you're technically not an AI, but you you're a part of a project where we've been taking these brains and putting them in the shells. 
Yeah. Instead of just developing AI or even just actually like enhancing humans, you are like they like the fact that they re like imprinted memories onto you. So that specifically in the live action though, this is that that whole series of scenes got me. That was a pretty good. It definitely has good me reveal. wanting more, more exploration of this concept of, uh, yeah, n- how memories can be in- imprinted on a person and o- overriding basically who they are, and the will will those original memories, the original self, begin to leak through the the overriding and essentially just take over the shit that you try to override or will the overriding completely erase well who the, you were so mind- i i love this concept i want <laughs> to explore it more it's very interesting to the me. minor real world concept that this this in certain ways extends extends from is just called gaslighting and the whole point of gaslighting somebody is like in a lot of ways, it can be seen as mental abuse. Yeah. Because it kind of, like, it is a dark dark thing to do to people. And is that is that so, what, it, what is basically, like, brainwashing someone until they become another person? Or, or what, is, well, what is that? With gaslighting, it's more along the lines of, like, maybe a gaslighting prank is meant lightheartedly, but it eventually can develop, like really really uh, like it it develops untrustworthy tendencies in the person that you're gaslighting Uh it could be something and and, uh, before i derail more like you can gaslight old people a lot because they have dementia where it's just like they think that they did something or and you just kind of play along with it kind of yeah like oh yeah you do it negatively it Uh could be like no grandma you left the light on even though they definitely weren't in the room at all and and just kind of making them making them believe fucking with them yeah that they oh oh my oh, oh, I keep forgetting I why am. do I keep forgetting yeah even though they didn't forget so just fucking mm. making them believe this negative thing that yeah I'm forgetting starting to forget things like well gaslighting you would be somewhere along the lines of like yeah you totally had that five sh- that you totally drank that monster already and I'll like be drinking the monster that I stole from you <laughs> just trolling me that's the son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, Conti, you got any what the fuck moments before we end this bad boy? Just seeing everything translate into live action. Yeah, that was really dope. Like, I want good. everybody to just take go online and look at the screenshot by screenshot comparison mm. because and be in awe. Like, if yeah. Like you know how we've been talking about how Rooney Kenshin set a good bar for live action. This also sets a really good bar. And and it's like, cool because it was an American film. So good job, American uh, American movie studios. And, and now things. we have a uh, Battle Angel Alita coming out in I think November or December. It's supposed to come out this year. That's why yeah. I remember. I don't know what that is. So apparently another I need to go watch another really old anime from the eighties uh, being made into a live action film. Angel what? Battle Angel Alita. Battle Angel Alita. <gasps> oh. Oh, yes, yes, with the girl from Maze Runner. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, I totally saw the trailer to that, and um, it looks super, super dope. Well, technically not a part of the podcast. Uh, I still would like, for technically a live action, Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise and Edge of Tomorrow. Like, oh, that's a great one. That was actually pretty good. Like yeah. I've read Yeah, that's that. a manga. I've read that manga, and I was really concerned about what they were going to do with it, and it ends up being... Honestly, just as good as I was expecting. Like, I wanted it to be good, and it was good. So, so here's what I mean. we can do. We can s- create a list for you guys of really good um, live-action movies that were based off of mangas. We can watch them and review them for you guys. I think that'd be a good... New miniseries. Do, like, <laughs> yeah, a little miniseries, a little mini, mini arc. Um, but f- for now, guys, that that's our review on Ghost in the Shell live-action 2017. Um, we forgot how to podcast yeah. on this episode, but and it's really late right now. <laughs> that's what it is. But yo, uh, we had a blast reviewing it. Hope you guys had a blast too. Um, Turn this on. Follow yeah. us on HSTSC or at HSTSC33 
uh, on Instagram. Uh, follow our page on Facebook, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, and um, follow Khan on his on his Twitch. Uh, right I, here, right now. Right say here. you TV will, say you won't, say you'll do what I don't. And follow Nikonsi where he will sing old classic girl band uh, songs for you guys and render it, and, and you know, under his own renditions. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. What do you really, really want? What I really, really want? Yeah. I wanna, huh? I wanna what? What? Really, really, really wanna sick a sick ow. So what you're <laughs> gonna do is follow him on Twitch dot TV dot no, uh, Twitch dot TV forward slash Cooking Ninja Carve. It's not like I practice that every single day. There it <laughs> is. I was trying. It hurt. I have a nosebleed. But we are hidden shadows of the secret chamber. Witching, witching. We'll see you guys. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Say you will, say you won't, say you'll do.